Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hi, and welcome to Mad Beast, the Australian rollerblading podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and in this episode, I want to talk about good baggy shorts for skating. I am... It's a, what you like skating in is a whole thing. It's one of those recurring in-jokes on the Mushroom Blading podcast, the comfortable pants <laughs> that people look like they're wearing in various clips and stuff. And it's a, it's a weird combination of fashion and functionality, um, as well as this historical kind of saga that blading and skateboarding has been going on from, uh, you know, the early loose baggy skateboarding hip-hop fashion to the ridiculously baggy um yeah and then on this journey that ends up now in a much sort of much more that the, the uniform now is like the skinny black jean maybe even a bit jeggingy jean um uh, and the black t-shirt you know and that's that's just that's just what you wear um but it's, it's interesting, right, because it is related to functionality and it is related to um, self-expression and identity and a whole bunch of things, right? Um, and so, you know, this all came about because I recently got some new shorts. I needed to get some new shorts. I wanted some shorts. And the kind of shorts I wanted were hard to get. <laughs> I'll tell you more about that in a second. Um, but, I mean, in terms of background, right, um, I got into blading when it was bag, you know, it was dead air and it was hoax and it was baggy jeans and baggy shorts and big fat knee pads, particularly with white caps on the knee pads was the holy grail, the boneless knee pads with the white caps. Um, and that's what was worn. That's what looked cool. That was, you know, um, that made sense, you know, and I think there is something about that that does make sense. I think when you look at snowboarding and skateboarding and blading, there is something about the baggy clothes. Um, the mushroom blading guys talk about how it creates this effect of having like a a long torso and short legs somehow that makes style look good. There's something forgiving about it, you know, that people talk about the spider legs effect of skinny jeans in blading. You've got to be a lot better with your style, I think with skinny legs, whereas with baggy shorts, it, 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 um, it in a sense, muffles kind of scrambly kind of um, postures and, 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 and instead captures the kind of the platonic form of, uh, of the move um, and kind of pads it out in a good way, something like that. Um, uh, yeah, I think it does suit, and it's comfortable that you can move in it a bit. Um, uh, if you're wearing pads, it facilitates the wearing of pads, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so it, it it made sense, and it was the fashion of the time, um, and it was very much the baggy, loose streetwear was a reaction against Again, the spandex, the lycra, the um, recreational, I'm just wearing casual clothes and putting on some skates and 
flopping along the sidewalk. It's like, no, I'm, I'm a skater. I wear skating clothes. These are, you know, and so I'm a skater all the time and then I put on my skates sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it was interesting for me because at the same time that I was really into skating, I began to, you know, this was the rise of grunge music, that kind of hybrid of 90s, uh, music that was kind of independent music meets punk meets metal um, meets some influences of kind of a 60s revival you know all merged together in grunge music um, and so my street fashion my culture fashion was this torn between the blading fashion on the one hand but then also um, tighter ripped jeans and converse all-star you know the Chuck Taylor shoes and flanny shirts and baggy ripped jumpers and and at that time there wasn't yet even fashion hadn't yet created a vision of what that looked like in the 90s to wear that kind of gear and have skates on that when I did try and do that it just felt yeah like spider legsy it felt um that I guess I felt this tension then of there was something about grunge fashion that was very 90s and cool, but if you weren't careful, you looked like a Metallica fan in a bad sense. <laughs> you looked like someone out of the 1980s in a bad sense. That was an issue there, right? Big um, basketball boots and, um, uh, and mullet hairdos were bad things, and they were different from... Um, what alternative fashion of the 90s was meant to be. <laughs> it's a subtle thing, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, and so it didn't make sense. And the times when I did skate with that stuff, it felt weird. It did feel like I was putting, kind of, turn my blades into feeling like they were roller skates and I was at a skate rink or I was just skate, like, ice skating in casual clothes. It didn't make sense that uh, you had to have a separate set of clothes to skate in. Um, and, and so that's all historically, the way fashion evolved, the way I learnt to interpret fashion, you know, you learn to look for things. You look for a brand and you look for a combination of colours and clothings and, you know, a big thing in the 90s as well of the, the short T-shirt over the long T-shirt in, in the alternative grunge fashion was this thing or the girls wearing dresses and skirts over jeans was this thing and you'd look for these combinations that showed that someone got the subculture and that was one thing but then skating fashion was another thing that didn't fit at that time. Um, so, you know, I inherited all of that. And so when I came back, you know, sorry, as I then moved on from skating, uh, you know, left it when I was 16, I went down the alternative fashion route much more um, and then just went into wearing a straight-legged jean um, and largely just jeans. I just wasn't a short wearer increasingly through my 20s and into my 30s. I wore jeans. Even in warm weather, I wore jeans. I'd put on shorts to go swimming in, but then I'd just wear jeans afterwards, even if it's a hot day. You don't lose a whole lot of heat through your shins and your knees. You don't really need to wear a short in hot weather particularly. Um, and so I just didn't really own shorts. And, and that, that was that was kind of where I ended up in terms of what I'd wear. Um, but getting it back into skating... I went, well, what am I going to skate in? And, and as I began to look at videos, I realised everyone's wearing, like, skinny jeans now. <laughs> wow, things have changed so much. Um, that whole evolution of fashion has just been absorbed in skating, but somehow, well, well, it was interesting, right? I think videos I saw of people skating around on low ledges with skinny jeans or with shorts well above the knee looked dumb to me, especially if they were standing up on their grinds. It looked silly and I thought man bring back squatted tricks and baggy pants um but then as you see people with real good attention to style 
skating thoughtfully and well, suddenly you go, ah, they've figured out how to fit blades into a different kind of fashion and style and um, uh, the skinny jeans thing. They figured out how to manage their arms and manage their legs and a lot of the flopping around and the dangling of feet and stuff that's this embarrassing part and waving of arms that's this embarrassing part of 90s and um, skating, all of that had been caught and so more stable postures, controlled arms, um, uh, kind of powerful strides or carving and swiveling, all of this stuff had been brought in so the skinny gene could work. Um, and so that meant I felt that I could skate with the kind of slightly loose fit um, uh, straight leg jean. It's the, what is it, the Levo, Levi 501, I think, or the 504 is my kind of Levi gene of choice. Um, uh, and I felt like that made sense. I didn't have to have like a baggy jean or a baggy short. I could skate there. I never went to the skinny jean. I mean, I, I, that doesn't appeal to me. That degree of tightness on my trousers doesn't appeal to me. Um, I've, I've got a fairly stocky muscular build, and so... I think it feels like that doesn't work as well. Although, I mean, CJ Wellsmore pulls it off. I mean, he's a st stocky, muscular dude. But then, you know, oh, that's his style. That's cool. Love him. Amazing skater. Go, go, CJ. Go, Australia. But, um, you know, it is an unusual look in a way, right? Because he's so well built in his upper body and then got his little skinny legs. You know, it's a, an, a, a slightly, you know, maybe he almost looks like a male dancer <laughs> look <laughs> no offense man um it just wasn't me anyway skinny jeans is not me you know skinny jeans is to me uh early 90s metallica fan 80s kind of bogan uh, it, i don't know it just doesn't i'm not a mega skinny jeans guy you know um and but so you know i can wear a loose fit jean could move in that comfortable in that sturdy thing not going to get ripped easy um, but because it's not super baggy, um, you can also whack a knee pad over the top of it um, without it all being bunched up and billowing out like puffy sleeves either side of it. So, that, I mean, that's happy for me. I mean, that, that worked well. Um, and I think it looks good. I think you can have the knee pad over the kind of slightly loose-fitting straight-leg jean and um, it still looks uh, looks fine in terms of style. Um, uh, yeah. Um, but I did want shorts as well, right? Because shorts, I feel like, are even more comfortable. Um, uh, shorts sit over a knee pad even better. And, yeah, I mean, it is kind of nice to wear a short when you do go to the beach or, or when you are around the place. So I looked around to see what kind of shorts... You know, man, this is the time, right? 2010s is the time of the little short. It's the time of the short above the knee. It's the time of the short that looks like the kind of short that the bad guys in Dirty Dancing wear, the kind of preppy, short, dorky short. I don't know. Short shorts just... I was so programmed as a teenager to not like a short short, that I just don't like a short short. I don't like the feel of them. I don't like the look of them. I don't like seeing that much man, leg and calf. I don't know. Wear short shorts when you're playing footy. <laughs> but that's about it, man. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, and so I looked for a longer short, and it, I mean, it was hard to find, but surf shops often seem to capture some degree of perennial street fashion. So I found in the surf shops, shops some rusty brand 
um, you know, kind of below the knee cargo shorts. And so I got a couple of pairs of them, and I've been skating for them for several years. <laughs> Although it's funny, right? Because for me, they're a baggy short. They work well with skating. They tie me back to that skate history. It makes sense to me. That's what I see when I see older skaters skating vert, the skate geezers, the vert dogs. Um, but all the younger skaters, obviously, were either wearing skinny jeans or these silly short shorts. And uh, I was at the skate park once with a friend of mine, a younger guy, who was a skateboarder. Um, and I was wearing, like, a, just a blue singlet and some of these baggy shorts. And he said, man, you look like a plumber. <laughs> that's that's what he could cope with what I was wearing. That is plumber gear, you know. And I remember hearing, I work with uni students and hearing a, a young, hip, cool uni student guy talk about, you know, baggy shorts as the kind of thing dads wear. <laughs> that's it, right? It's like loose shorts now are programmed for the younger person. You see loose shorts, you think middle-aged man you see short short you think cool hip person <laughs> so weird it just doesn't make sense to me um especially not skating in that but there you go that's um <laughs> um and you know and, and i mean the shark cargo short has a bad rap in particular i don't particularly like the cargo short but i don't particularly hate it but it's developed a bad rap as being this embarrassing embarrassing fashion faux pas of the um of the 90s and early 2000s, this what's the point of all those pockets thing. And I think particularly because the way it's evolved, it's evolved into that kind of middle of the road here in Australia, like the Rivers and Country Road and RM Williams type store, a a smart cargo short sitting above the knee, loose but not too long. That's the kind of, you wear that with a nice outdoor sandal, and um, and a nice, neat, short-sleeved shirt as your smart, casual fashion that you go to a winery in. <laughs> you know, that, so, you know, I didn't, I wasn't particularly committed to the um, cargo short, but it was the baggiest short I could find. Those started to die. They hit that peak, you know how that clothes hit that peak point of worn outness that's quite cool and satisfying. And then you've got one more skate in them before they go from worn out in a satisfyingly kind of distressed jean way before they become just rags on your body. Well, the shorts hit that point. I need to get some new shorts. I start going to places that might sell shorts and not only vaguely loose, crappy material cargo shorts, or shorts above the knee, even in the surf shops, guys, you let me down. <laughs> so then I'm going, well, I hadn't had to think about this before, but what do you do if um, your preference in terms of fashion doesn't match what's in season, especially in a small city like Hobart? What do you do? Where do you go? What even is the name of the short I'm after? And who sells them? Can you get them anywhere? What do you do? It was weird. It was really a thing of going, crap, I, I don't know what to do. So I ask an OG Facebook group, and Andrew, uh, actually from Tassie, Andrew um, from the northwest of Tassie said, Dickies is the go. Uh, Dickies will, will uh, company will give you the, the shorts you want. Uh, so that's what I went for. I Googled their shop and Googled uh, eBay and found some Dickies shorts, you know, cheap through an eBay seller um, for about sort of two-thirds the price of what I could get in any actual shop shop. Um, and I guess, you know, for me, Dickies had never been a thing. I, I, I don't think I'd ever really registered them. But it's an interesting thing, hey? Like, this is, I think, really a company that began, as I understand it, as a workwear company. But then skaters began to go, we want to wear your workwear gear. 
And so then they pivoted and went, okay, we are a workwear and skatewear company. How cool um, is that as, a, as an evolution? I guess jeans in general are a little like that too, aren't they? But um, uh, so it's nice to now go, that's the category in my head. That's the place that I go. I ordered these and they got a whole range of lengths, right? The short new fashion stuff right through to then. What I went for is like, I think the... The four two two eight three thirteen inch multi, something like that. The loose fit thirteen inch, um, uh, you know. So it's good and baggy without being ridiculously over the top baggy. But it's, um, you know, well and truly where I want it to be. Uh, the, oh, maybe no, no. The, the, the WR eight fifteen thirteen inch loose fit. That's what I went for. So, um, uh, and it's good. It's really good quality, comfortable but hardy material. It's really nice, loose, good pockets, tight fit around the waist, so not bunching up with a belt, but a good loose fit. Um, I'm happy. And uh, they sit over the knee pads. They are comfortable to wear. Um, Sure, a younger guy will look at that and go, there is a dad, there is a guy who used to be in a band, who used to skate, who <laughs> used to be called back in the ancient, crusty, archaic 90s that are as loser to them maybe as the 80s were to me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But uh, but I'm happy with it. And so that's, that's where I'm at. And in the end, I feel like a good, loose, short is optimal skating gear for me, for sure. Um, and, and I wonder whether when you even out over time, um, the loose short will be seen to be one of those more timeless things. You know what I mean? So um, skivvies might go in and out of fashion or um, <laughs> a tight knickerbocker style shorts might go in and out of fashion. Yes, there are pink shirts on men might go in and out of fashion there are some things that are very they date quickly and they only are in fashion when they're in fashion there are other things that are more timeless do you know what i mean those early pictures of the velvet underground um or or bob dylan in his early days or sonic youth some of these types of of fashion are timeless um and uh and i suspect they're not ridiculously baggy dangling down off your bum so your underwear is showing shorts but a decent baggy short for skating and a decent baggy trouser for skating um will have a timelessness to it time will tell (laughs) what do you like to skating do we have any other people who still keep the baggy uh gear alive are there any young guys willing to bring that back because it'll come back fashion goes in waves it'll be back (laughs) you just wait Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch theme music by Edifice Architect you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ you can find them online at skaterhq.com.au We are also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.